Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Brittany, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, to be still, and to be aware of God's presence. Now let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank him for all that he's done, all that he is doing, and all that he will do. A prayer for grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor run into any danger, and that guided by your Spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture today, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me further into your kingdom today. We will be reading Isaiah chapter 52, verse 13 through Isaiah chapter 53, verse 12 together today. Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind. So shall he sprinkle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths because of him, for that which has not been told them they see, and that which they have not heard they understand. Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground, he had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, 
we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. And they made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I've reflected on this passage of scripture, I'm really thankful for the timing of reading this together at the close of Advent, um, just five days after Christmas. Many of us have spent the last month reflecting on the birth of Jesus and his coming to earth as a baby in human flesh. And while that is a crucial part of the story and deserves our utmost adoration and affection, it's not the end of the story. And so in Isaiah and in Isaiah 52 and 53, we get a vivid foretelling of how the Savior's life would end. We see the depths of sorrow, grief, and affliction that he took on for us, though he was innocent. So for our time together today, I feel led by the Spirit to have us simply sit and meditate on a portion of this text. I'm going to reread verses 4 through 11 over us in the New, Li- New Living Translation this time. And as you listen, I encourage you to pay attention to what sticks out to you. Maybe it's a phrase or even a single word. And then we're going to take the next few moments focusing our minds on that. Um, As we do that, I would encourage you to see what the Holy Spirit might be trying to say to you. Then I will close our time together in prayer. Starting in verse 4. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. And all of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own, yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. 
but he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hand. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. Now let's take a few moments to reflect on that. I thank you for this passage of scripture today. Thank you that as we close a season of um, spending extra time just focusing on the birth of Jesus and how miraculous it was that that you came to earth so that um, we could have a high priest who understands what we have gone through. Lord, that we also would focus on, on what Jesus did So as we read this passage of scripture, Lord, would you help it stick with us today? Would we not go unmoved from our time with you, whether it's in the morning or at the end of the day? Would you bring these words back to our minds? God, maybe some of us needed to be reminded that he was beaten so that we could be whole, that he was whipped so that we could be healed, that Jesus is our healer that through Jesus we have been made whole before you. 
God, whatever it is that you've brought to the minds of each person that's listening, Lord, I pray that um, that you would be honored, that you would bring our hearts to submission before you, and that we would be encouraged knowing that it was your good plan to crush Jesus and cause him grief so that we may be counted as righteous. God, through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come. Amen.